This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now, these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. All right, the phone lines are open. 888-957-9570. Twitch and YouTube, ready to rock. Twitch.tv slash 95.7, the game. YouTube.com slash 95.7, the game. You can watch us live. You can see how it all happens behind the scenes. And uh, we uh, we love chatting with you there. Uh, it's all powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Friday vibes. Yeah, man, it's been a day. Um, and for a hell of a lot more reasons than my uh, than my son's gift is uh, yeah, yeah. lost in space somewhere. Um, Shout for- out Will Robinson. <laughs> Will Rob? Who's Will? Danger Robinson? Will Robinson. Oh, got it. Got lost it, got in it. space <laughs> and the robot and, and uh, Doctor Smith. That one snuck by the goalie there. It for was a the Robinson family. It's a little bit before your time. A little bit. And again, I'm coming up on seventy. You according are. to You. You are. You're an old man. I like the edgy mark, but I also don't like the edgy mark. You're kind of mean. Well, it's... Uh, Turns out, well, you're kind of a... And I won't say it because <laughs> I'm hoping it's temporary, but wow. This is not the usual, like... Normally, it's not the glass is half full. The glass is all full. It's only half water and half sunshine. Today... There is no effing glass. I'm not. I'm it's not a bunch of shards. I'm not gonna let this uh, crater the show. Okay, I, you can I, though. I subscribe. No, honestly, now. All right. No, I subscribe to a theory in our business, and that is there are no bad days. You and I have talked about this. Yeah. There are no bad days. You've helped me with that because I've had a few bad days. Well, our show, you know, what we do for a living, uh, I, I look at these microphones as an opportunity to talk to people who are out there dealing with life. And we do too, but not during these four hours. Right. Not during these four hours and not with the subject matter that we play with. Right. The Niners lost the Super Bowl last weekend. It's super painful. It's super frustrating. But at the end of it, it's like... The Niners lost a football game. And we're going to wake up the next day, and though hopefully for most of you, there's food on the table and there's money in your account and, uh, and people who love you and, and, and people you love. And, 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 you know, like we live. We, we, we do it. So um, I, I don't want to refer to today as a bad day because there is, in my mind, 
because I choose to believe that there is no such thing. Okay? So that first and foremost, I started thinking about a couple Bay Area athletes based on an experience that I've been having off and on. Um, and I don't even want to call it my experience. It's it's more something I'm I'm watching. Have you ever have you ever dealt with with this, uh, either as an individual or someone close to you? Someone very very close to me is um, <clears throat> I'll hang in there. Someone very close to me is is really battling depression. Yeah, like really battling it. And I I bet this is relatable to every single person listening to us right now. Uh, you've either dealt with it, it as a person or you've dealt with somebody close to you. And if, especially if you're dealing with someone close to you where it's not you and you're just watching it, it is the most helpless damn feeling that you could ever imagine. And it's maddening and it's frustrating. And so I arrived at a question that I wanted to throw out at you. Um, and that is, is like, and maybe the answer is different for every case, but how do you go about dealing with that person to take it to a much less sort of serious space? Let's use Clay Thompson and Brandon Ayuk as examples, and I don't believe that they're necessarily dealing with clinical depression. Right, right. I don't think that, or maybe they are. I have no idea. I don't know those two men, but what I do know is that they are recent examples here in Bay Area sports of people who are struggling on some level emotionally. Clay Thompson, uh, as it was put to me by a new friend that I just met this morning, can't get out of his own head. He can't get out of his own head. Um, and I say this on, on an afternoon where Clay was unbelievable. He was unbelievable last night. But it's a back-and-forth thing, which is... What you're dealing with when, you're, when you watch this with the people around you. Um, there are good days. There are bad days. There are good five minutes, and then there are bad five minutes, and it's back and it's forth. And that's we've talked a lot about that with Clay Thompson. And then I look at Brandon Ayuk, and I go, okay, you, you just had your best season ever, and you look like you're just having a damn blast the whole time. Swagged out. Look good. Right, you and Debo, front row, Warriors games, like it's all good. And then and then you lose a frustrating football game, and within hours, apparently we see a completely different side of your world, and maybe that's just the frustration talking, or or maybe not. All right, so so how do you deal with that person? You can either just do the whole like give them such space and and love, soft kind yep, of a response, yep. or you can do the tough love thing, which is, for example, really, Brandon? Really? So 1,300 yards and, and the 49ers, that's, we're supposed to feel sorry for you because you got open a few times and didn't get the ball? It really? You really think that whatever it is in your mind, playing for the Indianapolis Colts or something like that, that's really better. Clay, really? Like being being a splash brother, a four-time champion, a bajillionaire with a boat and a Tiburon home, and I'm supposed to somehow find a space in my world worrying about your mental health 
Or do you go the opposite way and go, okay, okay, Brandon, I get it. Right? I know. You want to get paid $25 million and you want the ball and you were. You were the only person in the end zone in the Super Bowl in overtime. You were. You were. And and so we like let's let's listen to you. Let's li- let's read your social media. Let's get the ball to you. And same for you, Clay. Let's just keep thinking about the surgeries and what might have been and how hard it must be to uh, to get older in an NBA form. I don't know. You you tell me. What's the, what's the right opinion? Because you know let let's talk. Let's just IU Clay. Yeah. Who, what's the right opinion? To have on this. Depends on the individual. And you had me thinking about Andrew Wiggins the way you were laying all that out. Because Andrew Wiggins went through it more profoundly, I think, than the other two have. Certainly in terms of, you know, how many games he missed. As opposed to, you know, Clay hasn't really missed a game due to this. And Brandon Ayuk just had a couple of moments in the post game where he got emotional and he had people close to him send out messages on Instagram that felt to be a little bit more frustration based than they were actual expressions of how he felt. And we'll see over time how he actually feels. But it depends on the individual. And if you're talking about Clay Thompson, I think we saw the first step toward that. Last night, which is, Clay, you're coming off the bench. And it's not a punishment, but it's a little bit of a redirect. And Clay was not good the night before when he was one of nine and he committed a foul late in the game that he shouldn't have committed. So, you know what, Clay, we're going to try something else. It's not we're going to punish you and you're going to be buried in the bench and you're in the doghouse and all the rest of it. Let's just try to repurpose your role and repurpose and restart and recreate what we're trying to do here. And Clay responded. For Ayuk, unfortunately, he has no next game until September. And I don't know what the schedule will dictate if they play on the Thursday night opener or if he has to wait until Sunday in the opener of the NFL season. But it's different for Brandon Ayuk because it's a long way between now and when he gets to do what he does again. And I don't know which friend of yours and somebody close to you, and I'm sorry to hear that because that it's a real thing. And it's... It's tough to really know how to navigate that for the person that you're close to. You have to know that person and figure out what works for them. Usually what I've found is just trying to focus on that next thing. And for Clay, it was kind of easy because, hey, bad game, embarrassing, rough season, you want your contract, all the rest of it. Let's try this. Come off the bench and see how you do. And it worked. And now you go into the All Star break, and he's fe- he's got to be feeling better about that. Maybe I don't know, I don't know, and I also know he that had his a lot best of, game of the year. He did. That's one game, right? I, I, I'll give him a ton of credit actually for this. Let alone, I don't know how he's feeling. Like you know, obviously, this is someone who keeps track of this stuff. You know, you're going to bench me. I mean, Tim Kalkami's going to be on here in a half hour. It was only a handful of weeks ago that Clay Thompson and TK had that exchange. We want to put me on the bench? Right. We want to put Wiggins on the bench? And four rings last year when right. you showing the four. And now you're on the bench. But good job, Clay. You handled it like a damn champ for one night. I don't know where this is going to go next. Plus, by the way, I don't automatically think it means that he's handling it well um, if the ball goes in the hoop. And it doesn't mean he's handling it poorly if the ball doesn't go in the hoop. Because right. that's life. That's life and that's sports. So... Um, th- by the way, this this has a lot to do with why so many of you call me a homer. I I I, I want to take this opportunity to say that 
That's just, this is my perspective on stuff like this. When you when we're watching these athletes, these coaches, these teams, when we're watching them, um, I I fail to be the type of fan that watches them and simply goes black and white, man. Results. That's it. There's no room for sympathy. There's no room for context. There's no room for nuance. The ball goes in or the ball goes out, and if the ball goes out, we out on you. I hate that. I can't stand that. You all have been asking me for years now why I'm such a Shanna fan. Because I don't do black and white. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right. Result, opinion. That's not the way I look at it. Maybe you do. I'm not calling you wrong. That's fine. But I, I, I as you like to call it, process over result. Right. I love Kyle Shanahan's process. And I'm not going to put handcuffs on him because of one result or even two results that we all don't like. And he doesn't like them even more than we don't like them. Let's be honest. But I I, I wonder. I wonder what the evolution of this will be for Clay Thompson. And I bet that Steve Kerr, if we got him off the air and privately talked to him about this, I bet he's gone through what we're sitting here talking about in terms of when someone's dealing with something, do you go soft or do you go tough love? And I think what ends up happening is you go back and forth. And you try both. It depends on the person, too. And, and, and often feel like neither are working, right? I guarantee you the Warriors have had, and we know this. It's been reported, tough love conversations with Clay. Hell, they benched him last night or last year in the playoffs. Bro, you got to stop firing. And then early, other, early this year, early last year, where he was hunting his shot yes. and they had to have a team meeting. And then where, other times where he's on the bench with a towel over his head for 45 minutes after the game and everybody's like, oh, my God. This is like, forget basketball. This is a human being who's who's sitting here. He's in his feelings. Dealing with something. Of course, and he's dealing with the, what happened to him with the two career-ending injuries and he fought back from, and he's never going to be the same player again. And we all go through that. That's part of getting older. And, you know, I, I have those moments almost every single day when I lie in bed and I think about, you know, what's it going to be like when it's all over? And when it's all over... It's all over, dog. And you can talk about 
the afterlife and heaven, and we can have that conversation off air because I don't want to bring that hmm. sort of religious question to the air. But in terms of this life, this worldly life, when it's done, it's done. And so you start to think about that in terms of everything you're doing and am I running out of time and what am I doing and all the rest of it. It can be overwhelming. When it comes to depression, and I've had many people close to me go through that level of depression, it's hard to, to help them navigate. Ultimately, the individual has to find their way own way out of it. You know, mm. you can pep talk them, and you can give them a blueprint, and you can give them a path, but unless they want to really try and find that path on their own, you can help them to see the way, but there's no way out of it unless you allow yourself to to really give yourself a chance to get out of it. I mean, the Ayuk thing is new to us and not habitual, and therefore I don't know if we even know where that's at. Like, I sit here today and I go, he might have just been, you know, in the shadow of the Super Bowl. That might have just... Brandon Ayuk might have just been super frustrated. Right. And it's exit interviews, and he's emotional. But then I think about, yeah, but... Lil Bro went to Instagram real fast. We out. Like, have we even, is the team boss even back at the hotel yet? So that didn't come from BA. That came from conversations that have been going on all year or years. Three catches against Green Bay, three catches against Detroit, three catches in the Super Bowl, and this from a guy who had a monster regular season year, one of the best regular season years from a wide receiver in football, and you get to the playoffs and he's back to the old B.A. from last year or the year before. He was frustrated. Now, does that mean he's depressed? I don't think so. Or, Or is he done with the Niners? I don't think so either. Don't Only know. time will tell. Yeah. But are they done with him? And that's where the offseason will be interesting. Well, and, and we can, and I think we will definitely have that conversation today. Um, you know, is it is it Brandon? Is it Debo? Is it both? Um, you know, I do struggle, let's real quick on this. I struggle to imagine a planning meeting with the 49ers that suggests that not this coming year. But the year after that, I, I struggle with the idea that the 49ers are going to have $150 million locked up in Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. It's not happening. That <laughs> doesn't happening. feel like the best thing to do for your football team. And then you add in Trent and George and Fred and you know whoever else you want to throw into that mix. Christian still will be under contract at that point. It's not happening. So you start to look at your future money and you think about where can you get by without paying premium dollars to two guys at that spot. And you've already paid Debo Samuel. So I don't think that you can get off of Debo. I don't think you can trade Debo. Mm. Brendan Ayuk has got more trade value than Debo does. For sure. for uh, Absolutely. So if you're looking to get off one of them, I think you'd be more... You'd be more willing to get off of Brandon Ayuk thinking that you could replace what he does easier than you could replace what Debo does. Well, you're going like any trade of Brandon is going to involve an extension for him. So, whichever receiver, if you're going to deal one of them, then the other team is accepting a $25 million a year type of a, a, of a situation for sure. But Brandon is younger. Brandon is more traditional. Brandon is less injury prone. Uh, Brandon's got less miles. All of that stuff. So I'm with you. That's probably more attractive. Um, and the, the Niners may well go that way. And then Clay, 
I mean, the whole thing, it's just like you you watch it with fans, you watch it with the team. It's it's a back and forth journey that I don't think we're we're anywhere near done with. You know what I mean? Like think of what we've all talked about and hell, add Draymond Green into this conversation cuz supposedly a month ago he was off finding himself. I don't know how much BS all that was, but this is what we're sitting here dealing with with these players and I think it's got a lot to do with how much of your future you want them to be involved with. You know what I mean? Brandon Ayuk is extension eligible eligible and in an NBA form, so is Clay Thompson. He's about to be a free agent. And these guys are back and forth right now with regard to their mentality, their wants, their hopes, their self their play expression. Yeah. All of that. And um I I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I we've all learned the same lesson. At least I, I certainly feel this way. I, I never love it when people oh boohoo, millionaire. Oh boohoo. We know that, that doesn't that does not make your mental health automatically good. It just it it, it doesn't work that way. Being a hundred millionaire. Being an anything. Right. Of error. course. Of course. The money side it doesn't it doesn't do it. So I wonder where we're going with Clay Thompson because you and I have done a lot of shows, literally just in the last two months. I'm like, why is this guy always so? He seems so mad. He seems so angry. He seems so up, down. It's good, then it's not good. Where where is that all going, and what do the Warriors do with it? Well, I think the Warriors want him to stay, but they want him to stay at a certain price. And you heard Joe Lacob, and you mentioned it from the TK podcast, and I look forward to talking to Tim Kawakami later today about that very thing. But they want to get down under the tax, and to get down under the tax, Clay Thompson's going to have to take a pay cut that is 50%, if not maybe a little bit more. And the reports are that he got offered 2 and 48 earlier this year, and he turned it down. down. And that's a report. We don't know if it's fact, but if you take it as fact, and he turned down 24, $24 million a year, well, I don't know if the team is going to be willing to offer him much more than that and still be able to stay under the tax. I don't see it. Um, I have no idea what they're planning. I mean, that's one of the things we'll talk to Tim about here in, in less than a half hour because he had Joe, Joe Lacob on the TK pod, and Joe said they've got their plan, their plan 1 and 1A, and within the process of that answer, he said, we think we can keep everybody here. We can keep everybody here. And there's all kinds of questions to follow that up. Like, do you want to keep everyone here? 26 and 25. So is that, like, is that the goal? To keep everybody here? Is the goal to get better? What kind of maneuverability in there? They also said they're going to get the tax number down. So the goal is also to spend less money. So you're 26 and 25. Right. You want to keep everybody, but spend less money. less, yeah. All right. So save more money and win fewer games. Is that your motto? I don't think that the thought is to win fewer games. Well, I mean, it's how are you going to win more? Keep everyone and spend less money. That means Clay Thompson takes a massive pay cut. Is what that means. And Chris Paul's gone, thirty million off the books. Well, he's taking a massive pay cut no matter what. Like he's not getting right. forty-two million dollars on the open market. No, but is he getting twenty-four or is he getting eighteen? It's interesting, man. I mean, if you want to get under the tax, yeah. then he he takes twenty or less. 
Um, or else you're not going to be able to sign anyone else. You're yeah. going to have to deal with, uh, it'll be Steph, Clay, Andrew, Kavon, GP2, and Clay, and Draymond, well, and rookies. You know, you could spread it out further. You know what I mean? Like, I don't play her sometimes because NBA salaries are fully guaranteed. Right. So, therefore, right. I mean, this is what they did with Draymond. You give him a five-year, $100 million deal, oh. knowing that the last two years you'll probably just end up eating. Or, you know, what if it's more like instead of 2 and 48, what if it's 3 and 60? And in his mind, is it like, well, that's $12 million more million. Right. I, I mean, right. Um, right, let's take some phone calls on this. 888 888- Nine five seven nine five seventy. Tim Kalkami in twenty minutes. We're presented by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. This is Willard and Dips. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.